Hey everybody, welcome back to the Music Bleachers. Joining me on the Bleachers today, we have good old friend Harry Griffith. How are you, Harry? Oh, I'm doing bloody great at the moment, not going to lie. Um, it's been a pleasure to be on the podcast. Long time listener. Oh, amazing. We love that, even if it is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, welcome. We've been talking about having you on for a while. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, for this one specific album. In general, it's one specific yeah. album, exactly. Uh, so today we're talking about Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus, her new album, um, which is a rock synth pop glam rock album. And what an album it is, though! Like, I don't care what, what the genre is. is, it's bloody great, it's very good. Um, so this is a new step for Miley. Usually, she's doing you know a lot of pop type stuff. Um, last album was very country based and slightly poorly received. Um, this one shifted to rock, a great idea, great move. Going to make a lot of money out of this. Oh, 100%. She's already made Dosh off this. Like, uh, it's just amazing. I love this new album. Just so much. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't know, I feel like this was what she's always meant to be, like, meant to have done and just hasn't had it marketed towards her, really, because, like, she's got the raspy voice for it. Yeah, yeah, you're hundred percent right, and she's had the training there as well. I mean, like, what she's got Dolly Parton as a what was it like a like a godmother? Godmother, yeah, I think it must be Something godmother. Like that. That's that's amazing to have like such an influential like singer just be your vocal guidest, you know, the whole way. Exactly. Yeah. All I know is that Dolly Parton was Hannah Montana's aunt. That's all I know. That's all you know, right? right. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm just going off by what I've heard as well. So. <laughs> Um, I think first, before we talk about the uh, album itself, I'd like to quickly mention the album artwork, which is just fucking phenomenal. This is this is it. We've spoken before about um, the mullet. Oh, that was uh, a great choice. Uh, so in my notes, I haven't even like named the album in my notes, right? I've just called it mullet just because that's how much <laughs> influence it has over me for some reason. Uh, it's just amazing. I have mullet written with the hard eyes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just just so good. I mean, like... It's a whole... She's posed, ready to go. The pink filter as well just really adds to it. I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful cover, and I do like it a lot. Amazing. All right, you're ready to get stuck into it. Oh, I'm so ready, Cal. Amazing. All right, so we'll start off at the top. Track number one, What the Fuck Do I Know? Uh, look, uh, I've got. I don't really have much to say on these. This like first quarter of the album, um, I said, oh, it's 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 like it's something solid to start off with, but nothing hugely special. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good opener. Um, it kind of gives us as listeners like kind of insight into what the album is about, specifically mm. the rock yep. element of the song. Um, also, I don't know. I'd only picked it up. Uh, this listen before we recorded this. Oh, um, not even a true fan. Jesus, right, right, right. No, no, no. no. So I listened to it a few times. Um, the chords sound really similar to um, Genius by Jet. Yeah, oh, I haven't really heard that one, but I, I, I do like it, but I think it is the, the weakest of all the songs on the track. I, I love the other ones, but this has to be. Just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm starting off strong here, all right? Mind no, that's you, fair. Yeah, mind you, I don't have any experience with music ever, so take my like <laughs> opinion with a grain of salt always, but no, that's is, all right. it is my weakest in the album for me. Fair enough. I mean, it's not 
by any means, I think it's very much a mid to low tier song. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to it maybe three times. Yeah, and that's all you need. You don't need to listen to it anymore, you know? It was enough, yeah. yeah. It was like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's a good song. I think it's an all right opener, but I think the next song should have been the opener for the album. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're 100% yeah. right. All right, so anything else to say about what the fuck do I know? No, nah, that's it. A... No, that's bare minimum on that on that track. That's it. <laughs> All right, moving on to track number two, we have Plastic Hearts, which is the title track of the album. Yeah, and, I, and it's bloody amazing. I do like this one. Um, I've written down the guitar riffs are fucking noise, and that's that all in capital letters. I love it. The guitar solo near the bridge is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. The bongos at the start. What? <laughs> bongos in rock. I mean, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. It's definitely a great, like a great track. It, it made me smile, but then like I started listening to the lyrics a little bit more and it made me sad. Yeah. Uh, a little bit too sad for songs. it. <laughs> and, I, and I had to move on because it was just making me too sad. So <laughs> That's what I like, like a lot about this album being, because I feel like, because I know you're a Joji boy as well. So yeah. Yeah. Dad Boy at Heart, I like how, this album, whilst very rock heavy, still has like those gut punching lyrics where you're kind of like, oh, yeah, should I like, be into this? Legit, legit. Like, sometimes it's like, yes, vibe to it. And then three seconds later, it's just like a straight roundhouse kick in the guts. It really does hurt, yeah. but in a, good, in a good way, you know? In a good way, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but Plastic Hearts, great. You know, get up, have a bop around. Oh. Um, I love the mention of California Dreaming in mm-hmm. the Southern mm-hmm. Forest. Not mm-hmm. the Mamas and the Papas. We love that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, overall, pretty good time, pretty solid, and it definitely should have been the opening track uh, on the album. It, yeah, it would have given me a bit, a much better experience going into the album if that was the first one. You are right. Yeah, and the f- opening lyrics are hello, so like that works as well. Oh, you're all over this, girl. You've like you've done a lot of research in this. I love it. I love this. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm a big fan of this. Um, I don't want to go into, we'll, we'll be doing like a top five tracks for this album as well. I don't want to be going too far into this, but for me, Plastic Hearts, honorable mention. Uh, I'll, I'll, me personally, I wouldn't have gone that far, but if uh, it's your opinion, all right? So <laughs> I, said, I said honorable mention. That's not oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Track number three, Angels Like You. I'll let you go first for this. Beautiful. Uh, like, it reminds me kind of of the old Miley, like, just, like, in that period from um, almost Disney transferring out of it. Like, it's... Yeah. Oh, I just... I can't explain it, but she absolutely belts it, and it's just... And obviously, it's a breakup song, and she belts oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I, I loved so it. Well. It, was, it was so much fun listening to this, because yeah. I, mean, I am a sad boy, like you said before. Absolutely. It's a big yes. Like, it's just, I don't know if you've done this yet, but I absolutely have. I was driving down the highway the other night and we were just belting this out. Really? It was, oh. oh, hitting hard. It was good. I'm going to have to try it now. Like, you've, you've put the idea in my head and it sounds brilliant and I love it. So I'm going to have to try that tonight. Yeah. Catch me doing it. One thirty at night, crying on the highway. <laughs> All right. If you see someone so serving good. the road. You do end up speeding though, so watch out for that because you're too I mean, involved in the song. <laughs> so a win-win. So you get there faster and you cry. Right? Exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just love how Miley was like, "Hey, here's a rock album," and then two tracks in, she's like, "Stop, time for a cry." Yeah, legit. Yeah, and I found it more. Uh, I don't know. This is just what how I listen to it. It sounded more country to me than rock. That's all I had to say to it. 
It was kind of like it was a lot smaller. Yeah, I, I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like soft rock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't what I was expecting going into the into the oh, track personally. Not. But nah. it was still a good song. I do rate it. I do love that it's just very clearly about Liam Hemsworth and the split as well. Yeah, very, very clearly. <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. You know, you do, you go. Yeah, but, we'll, uh, we'll yeah massive fan. I love this song so much. Angels Like You. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful song and a, and a great name. Like, oh, it, such a good name, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just amazing. I do like it. Um, yeah, moving on. What about, what about this next song, though? What do you reckon okay. about um, uh, Prisoner? Now. I have some thoughts. Track number four, Prisoner, featuring uh, Dua Lipa or Dua Peep. Um, this is a made-for-radio single, and I'm not happy that it's on the album. Yeah, look, I'm going to have to agree with you here. It's or it's probably my oh, one of my le- least favourite songs on the track. I think it um, is my least favourite. I said, I said, like, Dua Lipa is always a bonus on the, on the like, next to it in my notes. But then I oh, said... Dewar's parts are average, but Miley's are fantastic. Like I was just listening oh, to okay. it, and right. every time Miley sung, it was bloody amazing. Like she had like all the her, all her mo's, but then Dewar Leaper would come on, and she just sounded so flat and just boring compared to Miley. Yeah, okay, that's interesting you say that because I just watched a video the other day that was basically explaining how Dewar Leaper shines on this track and Miley doesn't because they've tried to mix. Miley's glam rock era with Dua's disco era, and it just mm. doesn't work for Miley. Right. Um, but yeah, no. So it's interesting you say that. I personally just think they're both fine. Like neither of them are bad yeah. or have bad parts of this. I think that just yeah. the production of the song is just way too basic. Yeah, you might be right on that. It. Yeah, it, it is very just like here's a radio song, and that's it. Like there's nothing behind it or passion behind it. Which every other song in this album has from Miley has at least a tiny little bit of passion ball. Yeah? yeah, absolutely. And I just feel like it's such a letdown having that on this album when literally every other song is just so much more professional and just I don't know. It's kind of let, like not none of it's basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it just ah, uh, it just I don't know how to explain it. It's just Dua Lipa just didn't really do it for me in this track. I, I don't know. And that's a first. She normally always does it. Ah, she always does it for me, Cal. Always. <laughs> <laughs> always. Um, all right. Well, I think we've spent enough time on that average. On Dua Lipa? We can, we can go back and just talk about Dua Lipa if you want, but we might just move on. I think it's the best. <laughs> um, track number five, Give Me What I Want. Well, do you, you want to go first on this one, or would you want me to go first? Because we'll spend can... 30 minutes talking about this track individually if I had to. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well... Uh, this is, I think, what first disagreement. I've said it's a good time, but it's kind of mid-tier. Right. Well, we're going to have a big disagreement then, Cal. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I reckon this was just the shit. I read in my notes, if it said, if I was still a hoe, I think this would be the song I'd be playing to as I was driving to their house. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. That lines up. Uh, I just loved all the lyrics to it. It was fantastic. I fuck with it 100%. Sorry, language, but... Ah, it's just how much I, oh, it's just amazing. I got a couple, couple of lines that stood out to me. Go on. Uh, was pleasure leads to pain. I loved that one. To me, to they're, me both they're both the same. Sweat dripping down on the floor, bite marks like an animal. You might be insane, but maybe we are the same. Oh. We love, that's, that's some writing right there. Is, uh, it, is it difficult writing? No, but it's just, 
It works so well for it. It just works. It just worked really well. And uh, it was not uh, it was not the lyrics I was expecting to come out of Molly Cyrus. And in <laughs> this album well. especially, I was like, oof, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like to me, it'll be a song I'm going to really rally behind in a few months. Yeah. I think it's one of those like ones I got to keep listening to, but then one day it'll just be like, this is my favorite on the it's album. Just, yeah, it's a bad bitch song, you know? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like if you want to have a good time, that's the song to play. Yes and no. Oh, okay. What, what What do you reckon? What? Why no? I think, well, I mean, we're clearly talking about different good times. But yeah, obviously. <laughs> if I'm wanting a bopping good time, it's this is not the song. Yeah, that's this not the song. That, not know. the song for a bop. That's all I got to no. say. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a good song. I just think, personally, it's kind of mid-tier because I have at least five or six songs I prefer. Over that, like what? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about it before you move on? No, nah, that's all I got to say for the moment. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, track number six, Nightcrawling featuring Billy Idol. Um, not much to say on it, to be honest with you. Um, what? Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, look, no, nah, I wasn't really feeling it. Like, it's oh. on my, uh, 100%. It's on my gym playlist, and I pump it full blast, like, a whole time. But other than that, it's just all. It's that's all I've got on it. Like it's a great song to pump. That's it. I am shocked by uh, this. Uh, if you shocked. if you can convince me what is a good song, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go with you on this one. Right, but you got to convince okay. me. Close your eyes, painting right. a picture. All right. All right. The hook at the start where it's like, and it gets you in literally this first second. It's a great fit for the album. It's full-on rock. It's where she's at her most raspy, maybe not as most vulnerable, but it's just in there. She's got uh, Billy not. Idol, which is an excellent, excellent feature yeah, for 100%. the album. But this song, they partner so well, and I just feel like it's a full audio performance. Mm, okay. I, I can see. Yeah, right. You've convinced me. I can see why you in general would like this track in particular because you love the raspy miley like, i you, do you rate her so much but Absolutely. it's not necessarily my favorite thing about her is the raspiness it's how she belts every fucking thing she does and in <laughs> that song she just chorus she belts the she chorus, belts the chorus but then you that's why it's on my gym playlist because it's only the chorus so you like build up and then pump as the chorus hits and then as soon as the chorus ends you just sit there again you're like all right now I just wait till the next the next fucking chorus again Shocked, but okay, fair enough. Shocked and appalled, yeah. Shocked and appalled. <laughs> um, that's fine. I, it's just literally like I've just been blasting this shit. It's great for the shower. It's great for the gym. It's great for the car. It's great for have a bug. I got home from work during the other night. Was having a bit of a bug for this. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Big right. fan. Well, look, maybe I just haven't played it enough. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll catch on to it. Eventually, like you said about about my uh, "Give me what I want," you said, "Oh, yeah, I might be jamming true. to this a month away. I might be jamming to this a month away." You know? Yeah, but also you are allowed to not like it or not be your favorite. That's also a valid opinion. <laughs> well, I don't like it at the moment. Then. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, moving on to track number seven, "Midnight Sky." This was the first single released. Um, released on the 14th of August. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I, I recognised the song. I didn't really do the uh, research like you may have done. I said, early release, question mark. 
But Correct. yeah, yeah. So this was one of her first singles. You said that was released for yeah. the album. Yeah, right. Exactly. Love it. Such a vibe. Super oh, catchy. Yeah, it is better than the one. Uh, the better than the remixed one, which was Edge of the Midnight. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like this one did so much more for me than the remixed one. Yeah, we'll get to the remix later. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think this was a very smart choice of a first single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it really encapsulates the um, entire vibe of the album. And I suppose really the change um, uh, time period for Miley, because what the last album was country-based. EP from last year was part of a cancelled EP trilogy. Mm-hmm. And that was very much kind of like a moody, slow vibe. Yeah. And I think this really just brought everyone's attention because you saw the mullet and the, you know, yeah, and the it really did. It, yeah. That. Yeah. It was a great, oh, I, I, I'm going to say advertising track for the album, like you said. It was just, I agree more. Yeah. Uh, it was just the look, the, Singing and how she belts it the whole way through just changed everybody's mind because everyone I, I feel was still thinking that Molly Cyrus was wrecking ball, if that makes sense. And she's gone, said, yeah, yeah. When I say Molly Cyrus at work, everyone goes, Oh, the wrecking ball again. Okay, oh, oh. I've had a lot of conversations recently with people about um, society's neglect of Miley Cyrus and how oh. society let us as children because what we were like, maybe. 14 or something when yeah. um no when was can't be tamed that was oh i'll be looking man, this up quickly. you are testing my like memory here all right look it up what is it all right miley, here you go 2010 so we were 12 when well, can't be tamed came out well, and everyone was like miley what is going on this isn't allowed yeah, you know, yeah this isn't hannah montana like, what is this yeah exactly she was still like the um disney girl at the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Wrecking Ball came out 2013. So we were, oh, it might have been before. So it was like, we're 14, 15 when that came out. And that's when everyone was like, no, slut. No, yeah, stop that. No, stop bad. That <laughs> Anything I, feel, for children. <laughs> I feel like a couple of other songs in this track do refer to that specific time as well. And I do feel bad yeah. for her. Absolutely. Um, I personally blame Robin Thicke, but, you know, oh, 100%. That's me. Yeah, I reckon that everyone knows the film clip. They've seen the clip and it's Miley twerking on Robin Thicke, right? Not allowed. Not I think allowed. That's what did, that was worse than the actual Wrecking Ball incident. Yeah, 100%. But I reckon I reckon Robin Thicke probably said, oh, it'd be really good for you if you came up and twerked on me. And then he was like, all right, took a step back after that and let all the blame go on Miley. Like, for sure, yeah. It was just, yeah, I, I reckon Miley got... Really abused there, and you know, she got real stooged over. Yeah, and like, yeah, if you talk to anyone, they're always like, "Oh yeah, Miley went crazy, or Miley did this, and Miley did that." And I was like, "No, no." Oh my Miley god, she saved her, head. her career, yeah. and then she got slightly used or not tricked or anything, but like, it yeah. didn't go how it should have. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And that sucks for her because you know she's really, really talented. Yeah, I think finally she's found her niche and she's getting back to where she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And she's making music that she likes as well. Absolutely. Like, it's not something that producers have been like, hey, this is really catchy at the moment, which was what Wrecking Ball was. It was a pop song. It was catchy for the moment. But yeah, I don't feel sure. it was really Miley in her heart, if that makes sense. No, I 100% agree with you. And like, I know how artists have different time periods where, like if you look at Taylor Swift, she had 1989 Reputation, Lover, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Folklore, and how they're all different. 
but I feel um, that Miley was getting like put in a box and just labeled by all these yeah. producers. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, and that's why she went back to her roots with the country album a few years ago, and that just wasn't put together very well. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't produced and it wasn't advertised correctly for what was going on at the time, especially. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised that that didn't uh, perform overly well for Miley. But yeah, because if, if you look at the songs that were successful from that album, it was Malibu, which was a certified bop. Yeah, and yep. younger now, and then mm. literally that was it. Yeah, that it was just not put together well. That's... No, not at all. But we're glad she's she's found a niche. Yeah, doing what she likes, producing quality. I music. love it. I love it. I can't, and I'm just obsessed with her now. So exactly. Good girl, Miley. Good girl. <laughs> right. All so right. Uh, where were we? I've actually lost track. <laughs> uh, back on to track number eight, which is high. Oh, yeah, right. This is this is a good song. I do like it's, it. It's very um, good. Miley's back here making people sad again. Yeah, but picture this. I've this, this is what I was. My, this was going through my head at the time. It sounds like one of those songs where it's like played in the credits at the end of a movie, or like when like the movie's just finished and then they start doing like the flash forwards on what the people have done in the future, like in a high school movie. Yeah. Like okay. Jamal went on to play Ultimate Frisbee internationally or something like that. And that's the song that plays on <laughs> it as they go that's through all like of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that actually. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, what, what, what else do you reckon about this? Um, I just, I kind of like that it's a slower song. Definitely. Um, and it breaks up the album without feeling like the rock power she's previously shown has, like, it doesn't cut it off. It just kind of like mellows it down a couple yep. steps. Yeah. I, I said, I said the same thing in my notes, but I, it was a lot simpler. I said, uh, it's sad, sad face. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's really good. Um, again, mid PR, purely because there's just so many great songs on this album. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I enjoyed it. It was a good song. I did enjoy this. It was. And that's all I have to say about it, to be honest with you. It's a good song. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's all I got. Good time. Good time. <laughs> um, track number nine, we have Hate Me. Oh, yes, another breakup song. I love it. It's great. Yes, we love. This is a big, it's a big vibey song. I'm a it massive is. fan. It is, and I loved it. Yeah, I, I've put in my notes. It's it's more of a, like an aftermath of like a breakup, but ha- the happy aftermath of breakup, like you've realised that you have to love yourself again, and then exactly else comes in with it. I just I do like this one a lot. It's just got I don't know the chorus is kind of like big fan. I just I don't like I can't explain it. It's just a good time. It is. Um, yeah, you can't explain some of these songs from Miley. It's just yeah. you listen to them, you go. That's the mood I'm feeling, and then there's you don't need to, you shouldn't need to explain yourself with Miley. For sure, exactly. And I just love that, like, um, this is going to be for anyone listening that hasn't heard the song. Um, the line that I really love is that is maybe that way you won't hate me, mm-hmm. which doesn't make it's not like a powerful line or anything. Mm. But I just love how she like pumps through the end of the chorus with that. Yeah. After being like, you know, if I died. Maybe for that one day you'd be sad and you wouldn't hate me for everything yeah. that I did to you. And I was like, oh, that's, it's, that's quite it, a lot, Miley. It's a lot, but like, it's it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the right amount of like oomph for you to yeah. be like, oh, but also like, yeah, get high. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but like, I mean, it, I like it. It's a good song. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, all the, all the songs on this track on this album are amazing. Like, are good songs, but yeah. there's just better ones on the track as well. Exactly, and I think we'll come back to what I often talk about on the um, these episodes is they're great songs on the album, but are they good enough to make a playlist? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Is this good enough to make a playlist? Yeah. Potentially, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it would be like, it wouldn't be like a bulk playlist. It would be like a specific yeah, kind a of specific theme. mood at a specific time. Exactly. And then, you, then you'd put this one on, you know? It's not like you chuck it on in the car because some people in the backseat, they'd be like, what is he listening to? Is he okay? Exactly. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always like, no. Like, oh, it's never, it's never, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's not like Midnight Sky where I think you could put that on quite a few different playlists. Like that's oh, yeah. just a good time. You could put yeah. that on a summer playlist. You yeah. could put that on like slightly like and they kind of like vibey moody playlist yeah. that's still like upbeat, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. But hey, me, good song. I will give it one playlist out of possible lots. Look, I'm gonna probably give it about three playlists out of possible lots as well. That's good. We just, like that. Just because it yeah, it just hits my spot, you know. It hits yeah. that spot, and I'm just like, yes, give it to me more. Like, <laughs> give me. All right, moving on to track number ten, "Bad Karma" featuring Joan Jett. Mm. Now this is. I'll uh, let you go first. I like this one. Not gonna lie, it's an unapologetic <laughs> vibe from Miley the whole time. She's just like, you know what? This is what this is what I am. You have to deal with me. You either love me or you hate me. That's it. And I love it. It's great. Yeah. I think it's another one of those where, like, I can't tell you what it is about this song that I like, but I am in love with this song. Ah. I think it's just so mellow and just, like, with Joan Jett going, like, uh-uh. Yeah. 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 Like, a real, um, like, a real good moment right there. Yeah. Having Joan Jett on this song is just, like... She that's how you know Miley is just like such a big name. She got Joan Jett on this song. Yeah, legit. Thank she, you. <laughs> oh, she could work with anybody. You know, she's 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 such an influence on not I'm gonna say pop culture, but just of culture of recent. It's amazing. Like the legit, whole yeah. yeah, even like the whole Robin Thicke incident. She's cemented herself as a part of our culture these days. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's in textbooks for some classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm <laughs> sure for, like, yeah. Media classes probably and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what not to do to improve your image. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love how, yeah, as you said, like, she's such a massive part of prop culture. Like, we've grown up with, like, Hannah Montana, and we yeah. had the Wrecking Ball saga, and now we're on to, like, mature, like, awesome, like, production quality Miley. And yeah. That's great. I love it. Yeah. It's a three-part series. I can't wait for part four. It really is. Like... <laughs> and speaking of Hannah Montana, I think there's a little reference in the song where she says, bad karma when bad karma when you live a double life. Hannah Montana? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I heard that one as well. I was like, yeah, Hannah Montana. Exactly. And, you know, we love a little cheeky reference that only losers like us would find. Oh, hey. oh We're pretty cool guys, okay? So... <laughs> Yeah, tell the listeners. We are the coolest. Yeah, the coolest. We have a podcast, if you guys didn't realize already. So. Uh, we. Oh, right, well, <laughs> you do. I'm on it. I made it, guys. I'm... You made it. That's that's impressive. We're a finite group on this podcast. 
Um, but yeah, overall, I, I love this song. I think it's great. It's just so mellow, I think is the correct word for it. But it's still got that essence of rock, especially with the bridge. Mm-hmm. Big fan. And everybody needs a bit of bad karma, you know? Absolutely. Everyone needs a bit of Joan Jett, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's that. It's just Joan Jett, like, just seeing the name written down, I'm like, yeah, I love this. Yeah, I like it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't even listen to it. <laughs> like, like, I know when they released the track list, um, that was... I first saw uh, Dua Lipa, and I was like, oof, this could oof, be good. Yeah. We were wrong. Yeah, then I saw Joan Jett, and I was like, yes, this will be a good song. I guarantee <laughs> it. Also, absolutely not the type of song I thought it would be. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan, big fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan as well. I do like that one. Right. Okay. Moving, Moving on, on to the next track one. 11, which is Never Be Me, the emotional powerhouse of the album. Again, it's an honest and unapologetic. And that's what I rate about this whole album. She's always honest with listener, and but she doesn't say sorry about it either. Oh, for sure. And, like, she's literally just going through and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. I'm not as good as I need to be for you. Mm, mm-hmm. I really? feel like that there is a reference to the Wrecking Ball saga, personally. Oh, absolutely. I've yeah. got one line I said, if you're looking for stable, that ain't me. Like, no one's ever going to be 100% stable always. You know, exactly. you need to find that person that's going to support you. And obviously, she just hasn't found that person yet. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I love how she, yeah, first of all, she said that if you're looking for stable, that'll never be me. Um, if you're looking for faithful, that'll never be me. But then in the last chorus, she goes, I hope that I'm able to be all that you need. And I was like, oh, look mm. at that. Mm. She's, she's like you focusing don't. on the positives and she's like, let me be this for you. Yeah, she, she, uh, she does her songwriting so well. And uh, I feel like it's been underappreciated for so so long and then this oh, album sure. finally comes out and it's just like if you listen to the lyrics and like even if you just research lyrics and listen along with them it's they're bloody amazing couldn't agree more i do worry though that we are simping a bit too hard for mullet oh, no. no i'll fucking simp for my bloody mullet Miley every day of the week <laughs> and that's allowed that's allowed <laughs> it is allowed like i bring it up at work and everyone's like yes it is yeah, it's like they're wet dreams at the moment. Everyone's got that one dream, and it's mullet Miley. That's all I'm it's saying. Miley. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on for yeah, wet dreams. Yeah, all right, moving on for wet dreams. <laughs> all right, anyways. Um, all right, so the last track on the album uh, prior to the online bonus tracks is track number 12, Golden G-String. You can... That's a great song name. I had that, that was the first thing I said. That was just a great song name for Golden G-String. Love it. Got my attention. Yeah, definitely. Like what, like, what is this about? Yeah, it was completely different to what I was expecting. Um, what else do I have down here? Uh, primal sex, then primal shame. It just hit me like right in the feels. That's like one of the one of the the lines within the song. It's just yeah. It it like I don't know how to explain it. It's like referring to like the natural state of like sex, kinda, because it's it is primal. And then now these days. A lot of people are shamed for doing things, especially if they're in the public eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this is, yeah, again, public eye has been something she's been battling with for, what, yeah. her whole life? Her much. whole life, yeah. She's never not been in the spotlight, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is one of those... I think I've only listened to this song fully, like, twice. Mm. So 
it's a bit of it's like it's a good song but again it's mid-tier for me just because i need to i need to listen a few more times um, yeah because i was worried it was almost a filler song the first time i heard it yeah well i i don't know if i agree with that anymore but yeah i feel like it's a statement piece so it it may not agree with the rest of the album but it it's saying to the, about all that poor like news imagery of her and all and all that kind of stuff and it's crossed with like a beautiful melody and yeah. like certain parts in it are just completely instrumental and i just reckon that's absolutely amazing to finish the album on if it's not the digital one and i just feel like it's just a perfect blend just uh you've done all these other ones about saying oh i don't give a shit about what you think about me and then this one is just saying look i've always been the one like yeah i don't know i agree with that like completely but i also think maybe this could have been a single that wasn't on the album Mm. like this could have been maybe like a lead-up piece or like a couple weeks before the or a couple months before the album or maybe a couple months after yeah yeah because i would have also been happy if the album ended with never be me because i feel like either could really end the album Oh, Never Be Me is a really big piece, though. Why would you end the album with Never Be Me? You know, you, you, were, you were saying it. someone like you. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you were saying it's got all these, like, big statements in it, and then, what, she's just got to cut off the album there. Yeah, no, I suppose you're right. Maybe I just need to listen to it a few more times. Well, I, that's just the flow of the album that I feel to, for me, is that yeah. it should not finish off with something hard-hitting like Never Be Me. It should finish off with something that's a little bit more like How You Going, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. But other yeah. than that, you're 100% right. It, it could be a, just a single song off the album, wouldn't even matter, but it needed to be on this album in particular just to level it all out. Yeah, I do agree with you saying that it's like a very relaxed statement piece just saying... I, yeah, actually, you know what? No, I do think it is good, like kind of like an epilogue to the album, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, okay. No, I'll, yeah, all right. I've convinced you of that. But look at that. <laughs> but I will be going back to listen to it just to make sure. Oh, go for it, man. And then yeah. to cut that bit out if it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, we'll leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so that is the uh, album Plastic Hearts, which is available for purchase everywhere. Maybe Hi Fire. On every website, on every every website, yeah, um, service. The vinyl I will be pre-ordering because it is that just such a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, online, however, does come with three bonus tracks, which we will cover now as well. Um, so the first up, we have uh, track thirteen, which is "Edge of Midnight," featuring Stevie Nicks. It is a mix-up of "Midnight Sky" and "Edge of 17. By Stevie Nicks. Um, I actually quite like this mashup. I it's, think it's yeah, it's a good mashup for sure. But I do like the Midnight Sky better. But this one in particular is the one that's taken off, hasn't it? It's got all the like all the radios playing it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, isn't for sure. Not? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I feel like. I've heard this song more than the other one. Oh, definitely. Um, because this was released about. I think it was in the lead up to the album launch. Mm. Um, this and the other two covers were released purely because everyone on TikTok was like, "Miley, you need to release this right now." Yeah, legit, and they all wanted to dance to it and all, yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah, and I love that's why I love the power of social media. They've convinced Miley to like because this was just a 
um, not so much Edge of Midnight, but the other two songs were just covers on like a live. It wasn't BBC Radio. It was iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think the mashup is great. Um, and again, like you said, it is all over the radios now as opposed to Midnight Sky. Yeah, as it should be because the the bridge in this song, just the whole... Oh, it's good, oh, isn't it? It's just amazing. It's a great song and I can understand why this one has taken off over the other one. For sure. And even like... It's not even just a mashup. Like Stevie Nicks is on this song singing yeah. Miley's yeah. lyrics. How which good. I think it's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good time. Like, give a listen. It's a great vibe because it's, you know, the, the songs are very similar. So I'm glad that they did um, make a remix of them together. I think that was quite a clever yeah. idea. Yeah. A beautiful idea. Yeah. And I, I just like seeing people enjoying Miley music as much as I do now as well. You know, just yeah, going through TikTok, everyone's going on it. I'm like, yes, this is great, guys. All right, so we're going to move on to the big boy now. Uh, track number 14, uh, Heart of Glass cover. Which is why so this was, yeah, this was on iHeartRadio when she performed Midnight Sky. Miley also performed Heart of Glass. Yeah. And this just took off it was massively. Amazing. It was so just... I spoke to you about coming on to just talk about this song. Yeah, I, I would have just come on and talked about this for like, well, how, how long are we going for? For almost 40 minutes now. Yeah, exactly. I, I would have talked for this song for 40 minutes. It's that good. Do, what, the film clip along with it? Oh. Oh, oh. That was, it was like raw rock. It was just everything I wanted it to be and more. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah, it, it produces so much serotonin in my brain. It, it's just... I don't know what it does. It just, my brain's like, brrr, and this goes off. I don't know. <laughs> I reckon you were the same. Like, I just watched it on repeat for so long. Yeah, like, when yeah. they had, like, the minute TikTok thing and it came out from Miley, I was just re-watching yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Over and over. Because like, it wasn't released at this point. This was, was the only way you could watch it was yeah. on YouTube or on TikTok. Yeah. Um, amazing. She gave Debbie Harry a brum for her money. Oh, she, she really so did. Well. Yeah. We won't talk about whether it's better than the original or not because uh, that's not a conversation. That's too controversial for here, right? That goes on the conspiracy conspiracy podcast, right? Absolutely. Because is it better? Yes. Is the original better? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. That's a big big topic. (laughs) We don't talk about that. Not allowed. Um, What really struck me with this song is that how she, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, she's belting the start. Okay, she's really going for it. And then she just didn't stop belting the whole song. I, I just blew my mind how she could have such like stamina in her voice just to smash it out like that. It was beautiful. She did so well. And it was live. Yeah. It was live. And it was still that amazing. Like just shocking. Uh, 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 we could literally talk about this for probably forty minutes. We won't. But we won't. Uh no, I do not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and I yeah, I love that there was so much pressure from primarily TikTok because that's where it was. Yeah, it was on YouTube, but Miley also posted it there, and everyone was like, "You need to release a rock album, please." And that's why I feel like this album because she originally had uh, the EP trilogy planned, yeah, uh, but that got cancelled, and the breakup, the split between her and uh, Liam Hemsworth plus ISO created mm. this album. Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree with you. Very, very she had she had the other breakup as well, didn't she? With um, he's an Aussie. What's his name? Cody Simpson. Oh, Cody Simpson. Yeah. yeah. Was that? I thought that was prior to. 
Liam, or not? No, that was after. Yeah, oh, she like ooh. she like yeah, she left Liam and then went straight for the next Aussie surfer boy she could find, and that was Freddie Simpson. What a poor, what a downgrade. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> downgrade you can get, and yeah. unless you like really like blonde hair, because Cody Simpson's got that like luscious, yeah, like bleach blonde but, hair. Like, why would you go somewhere where Lindsay Lohan's sister went? Not even Lindsay Lohan, just Lindsay Lohan's sister was dating Cody Simpson for a while. Yeah, like, why are you why are you dating Lindsay Lohan's sister? You know. Yeah, weird. Anyway, <laughs> great song, great cover, we love. Yeah, good, great song, beautiful. Gotta and move then, on though. I'm gonna move on. And the last track on. from the bonus tracks is number fifteen, "Zombie" cover by the Cranberries. Yes, she was built to be singing stuff like this. I loved it. It was so good. And don't take this the wrong way. All right. I'm worried. You better, you better <laughs> not be talking about the original in this sentence. No, I'm not talking about the original. Okay, I was okay, listening to uh, Triple J the other day, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, what, I think it's Chloe. X, yeah, Chloe. Chloe, yeah. and she did Zombie as well. And that, that, one just, that one just hit me so much more than this one did. Like this one? Yeah, because Master that was... Yeah, because uh, Miley's version of Zombie, great. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Chloe's version is full orchestra and it just starts off so slow and it just builds and builds and builds for the entire performance yeah you're 100 right and that's why i think i prefer that one better yeah no fair enough i've listened to both probably twice and i do they both have their merits like um how miley deals with the second half of the chorus for zombie mm-hmm. i think that's like the riffing and vocal runs mm. she does incredible yep. Yeah. And it's different to the original as well. And yeah. it's different to Chloe's. Um, but Chloe coming in with the whole, like, the violins and the oh, cellos and everything. You can't match this. That. Yeah, legit. You, can't, you just can't beat it. It's uh, yeah. It just was sincere, yet a banger at the same time. I just, uh. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I've been watching, a few, I just want to get your take on this. I've been watching a few um, TikTok album rankings for this album. Yeah. And all three bonus tracks are always like the bottom three ranked. What in the in the album? Yeah, how shocking is that? That that shocks me because I thought like Heart of Glass is up there for most people. You know, that's the reason I why thought it was, yeah. she she made this album because everyone was like Heart of Glass is amazing. Please, like, I mean, she'd already been working on it, but yeah, yeah. it was that right. helped a lot. It would not have got the traction that it has now without Heart of Glass. You know, because oh, that whole bloody video was just that was like free mm. marketing yeah yeah and that definitely helped change public perception specifically or particularly like between uh, among like her younger audience mm-hmm. mm. yeah so that was really beneficial for her but yeah no i don't understand why people would place those i understand that like um edge of midnight would be lower because you've got midnight sky yeah and i understand that you want to put a lot of Miley's actual songs above mm. covers. Yeah. But then yeah. you've got songs like Prisoner, which is always like number three or four. And I'm like, no, that is literally the, oh, not yeah. it. No. No, number, I don't agree number with that one. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so it'll be a great time. Nah. I feel like the only reason they've put Prisoner up there is because it says Dua Lipa and everyone's like, oh, it's Dua Lipa. It's fucking good, you know? Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's literal like top 40 garbage. Mm, mm-hmm. You're right. I didn't want to have to say it, but I did. Oh, he he doesn't listen to top forty stuff, guys. He's 
He's indie boy. No, I do. I just can identify it very quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is uh, Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus. The new album came out a couple, what, two weeks ago? A week ago? Uh, um, very exciting. I don't know. ISO makes everything seem longer. So. 27th of November. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that's... It's oh. been, yeah, it's... Oh, <laughs> In a while. It'll be a week tomorrow, yeah. everybody. That's shocking. I thought I'd been listening to this for two weeks. It's that good. Yeah, it is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think that is a really strong submission by Miley. And I think it's definitely helping her boost her career. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. This has been a big step for her. And I feel like I can't wait for the next bit. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, also, we'll go through a few reviews just quickly. Yep. So I was looking at Metacritic have given this album 75 out of 100. Yep, that sounds about right. Yep. Clash have given it 8 out of 10. Right, so a little bit higher. Okay. Yep. And then The Guardian, t- this is typical, The Guardian have given it 3 out of 5. Oh, so so... I, always, I always feel like The Guardian lowball a lot of good albums. Because they've, they've obviously reviewed a lot of really, really good albums, I feel like they have to lowball the good albums. So the really, really good albums stand out. Does that make sense? No, I don't even think it's that. I think it's... Yeah, because it's just Miley Cyrus, and they don't want to give it something too high because they're still on um, quirking Miley. Yeah, right. Right. I can agree with you on that. my opinion. Yep. So what what would you... If if you were the Guardian, ranking out of five, what would you give it? Would you give it a four? Yeah, I don't like ranking out of five. Yeah, because it's just yeah, such a limiting yeah. Out of out yeah. of five is hard. So what? I always what, try to do out of ten. Yeah. What did you, you give went, it? Have you ranked I, it out of ten? Out of five, it'd probably be a three, like the Guardian said. I wouldn't go much higher than that because four and five, you have to be amazing. But out of yeah. ten, I'm gonna say like, I'd say a seven without like the uh, digital version of it. But yeah, with, with the digital I'm version, gonna I'm gonna say about an eight. I think I'm literally the same. I think I can lock in a 7.5 combining either... Because the album by itself is a great, is amazing. Yeah, beautiful the album. The digital version does have um, great content as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I right. think, yeah, I think I'd say we should probably just rank on the actual album. Yeah, oh, on the album alone? Of, yeah, because that's only what you get on CDs and... Um, like vinyl and shit. Yeah, so. right. So only a seven because she's had so much competition with other great artists this year. She like, really has. There's so much good music coming out of Australia at the moment. I'm loving that. Like uh, what Spacey really Jane, yeah. oh, Cordial, Jane, Yeah, like yes, those, please. all those artists at the moment are absolutely killing it. Um, and also like you had big artists like Joji just blow Joji everybody. Oh, he, just, he, he came out of nowhere well, and he, did, he delivered. Like he he was building up slowly, and then all of a sudden, it like what like slow dancing took off on TikTok, and then his next album just blew up completely. It was amazing. Yeah, for sure. And um, we had uh, World Star Money Interlude as well took off on TikTok. Oh yeah, definitely yep. helped. Yeah, that is a sad boy anthem. Oh yeah, as a yep. slow dancing. But... Yeah, yeah, I love a good bit of slow yeah. dancing. You know that oh, <laughs> we do. <laughs> We went for drinks once and we had a communal playlist um, and Harry put on Slow Dancing in the Dunk yeah. at 7pm when yeah. the drinks had barely been drunk. And I was like, bro, I'm not crying this early. Uh, look, any time is a good time to cry. So. <laughs> mm. 
We were having drinks though. Like, I know. That's, so it's, that's a it's, midnight post midnight. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so much easier to cry though, you know, when you get a couple of drinks in you and just let it out. The boys have got your back, you know. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, if we're looking at just the studio album by Miley Cyrus Plastic Hearts, yep. I think I will give it a seven also because yeah, there's a few songs I'm not big on. Not that they're bad except for Prisoner. Yeah, I don't know. There's a few that... What the fuck do I know didn't really need to be on the album? I think we could have... Mm. If you look at that, if you get rid of that and Prisoner, you've still got a 10-track um, album. Which yeah, which... Enough. Pretty decent. Yeah. I'm not going to say decent. I'm going to say enough. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I should have said average. It's average 10-track yeah. album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's not too bad. So we'll give it a 7 out of 10, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and just before we finish up, we'll go through our top five tracks because I'm interested. I thought we'd have the same number one, but now I'm very oh, well aware. We're going to have a very different number one. <laughs> we already know that. So. Oh, yeah. I reckon our other few might be kind of similar. Though, yeah, so. maybe. Oh, we'll find out, won't we? So do you want to do yours first, then me do mine? We can do 5544 up if you want. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. What's your number five? Uh, my number five is Hate Me. Nice. Yeah, what's yours? Heart of Glass. Oh, right. Okay, I thought that would have been higher for you, not good lie. You, be- look, I think prior to the album's release it was, it was definitely like, I was like, nothing can top this. This is amazing. Yeah. But I really like, tried to reflect on the songs and just thought, she put, mm. on, she put on so much effort and vulnerability. Like, yeah. They're, they're just better Yeah. in her cover. Yeah. Yeah, you have a good point. It's true. What's your number four? Uh, I had bad karma as number four because well, nice. every, every better, everybody needs a bit of bad karma in their life. Everyone does. That's yeah. my number four as well. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. We love some bad karma. Sinking up, sinking up. Oh yeah. What's your number three? Uh, Midnight Sky. I had to put it in. Oh, good choice. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. It, it's it's just such a bop and a good song always. Yeah, I think Plastic Hearts and Midnight Skies are honourable mention for me because they're mm-hmm. both great songs. Um, but again, what happens, I think, with the single, particularly because Midnight Sky was released so much earlier than the album. Yeah. I've listened to it a heap, so I'm kind of like... And the hype's died down for it. Now. Yeah. I mean, it's still a great song. It's yeah, 100%. It's good, very good, but I'm looking at the new stuff, so... Yeah, right. What was your number three? My number three was Never Be Me. Oh, yeah, that that is it. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my yeah that was that was in my own rule mentions. That, that it's was just so good. I loved it. Yeah, it's just a good song. What's your number two? Um, Heart of Glass was number two. Just oh, very good. <laughs> purely, just because of the uh, film clip, and just every time yeah. I hear that song, I just that that film clip gets played in my head. You know, just this, I, literally the, the first second of the song, you're like, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, legit. I, all I can think of is that mullet, and that's it. You know, that whole song. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Um, my number two is Angel Like You. Oh, yeah, right. So that's the one we didn't really agree on, but... I thought you liked that. Oh, I liked it, but it just wasn't one of my up there. I think that was oh, the one um, that I had to listen to it later, wasn't it? No, that was um, Nightcrawling. Right, so Angels Like You. Angels Like You, oh, that's a good time. That's a belter. It is about her. Yeah, and I said it reminded me of Old Miley, so Old Miley is always a good old, like, always good. Oh, always. All right, and I'm to your number one, you big boy. Number you one. Uh, it was Gimme What I Want. 
Hmm. Okay. I, I just I love that song so much, and it yeah, it's on pretty much all my playlists now, and I listen to it on the way to work, on the way back from home from work, and yeah, yeah, it's just my song. I at mean, the moment. I I will start listening to it. We do like a little like you know bit of a pop up, so yeah. It does have good lyrics. We're yeah, that, there's there's some good lyrics in there, and I just feel like it speaks to me. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your number one? My number one was Night Crawling because who don't love a bop? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. That's good. Yeah. Just because literally, I've just been I've been blasting it. It's yeah, so you you were saying that you love that one, and I can understand why. But literally, my top five are interchangeable depending on the day. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it this album depends on your mood. Which I like, but it's also one that I could play regardless of my mood. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll you'll find you'll find your mood by the end of the album, you know, because exactly. you'll skip through the songs that you don't like, and you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I think if I made like a uh, custom plastic hearts, you could get rid of some songs you didn't want. Yep. You could change the order so that you finish on a high. You have your shit ones at the start, the sad ones. Yeah, building up to all the exciting stuff. Yeah, and then by and the end of it, hearts, and you'll be good yeah. to go. Good to go. You've had your cry. You're ready to hype again. Exactly right. <laughs> so you're saying it's like a good like uh, in between. You're on your break at work, and you've just dealt with like a Karen, and you're just like, oh man, all the way down. Have a cry, then plastic hearts to finish it off, and then you're ready to go again. Ready to go back. Yeah, yeah. and because it's what, a 38 minute. It's a thirty-eight-minute album yeah, oh, without the without the um, bonus tracks. Yeah, so you could get you nice. could get through it. You know, you, you if could, you well, like, you could definitely get through it on a break. Yeah, hundred so. percent. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, that's Plastic Hearts. Um, give it a listen. It's a really great record. I think she's done an amazing job. Um, the album art, as we mentioned, the mullet, the look, rock synth pop, glam rock. We love it all. I think. Yeah, rock is her genre. Her genre. She's found it. The raspy voice is amazing. Thank you, I mean, Miley. Yeah, thank, thank you, Miley. <laughs> that just needs to be said. Everybody, just thank you, Miley. <laughs> All at once. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is better than I was expecting. Um, I'm very. I think it's yeah, great record. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. I, I was expecting a lot out of this album, um, and she definitely delivered. So she absolutely delivered. And the only misstep is Prisoner, and you know that was probably something to do with her label. So Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, just chuck Dua Lipa on so more people buy it. You know, everyone loves Dua Lipa. <laughs> I mean, commercially, it was a clever decision, mm-hmm. um, specifically because um, Dua Lipa's just come off future nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think commercially, there'll be a lot of money to be made. It could have just been a single. I don't really yeah. think it needed to be on the album. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that was Plastic Hearts uh, by Miley Cyrus. Uh, seven out of ten. Did we? I think we both agreed on. I think we both agreed on seven out of ten. Yeah, and that's pretty darn good, I think. So, go oh, Miley. Good job. Yeah, know oh, Miley. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining me on the bleachers, Harry. I hope you've had a fun ass time talking about Miley. Yeah, no, I had a bloody good time just reminiscing about Miley Cyrus the whole time. I can't really complain about that, could I? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, yeah, well, thanks for joining. Hope everyone's had a great listen. Give the album a go. It's a great time. Obviously, listen to the three bonus tracks. They're on Spotify and Apple Music and wherever you listen to tunes. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to the Music Bleachers. We'll see you next time. Catch up. Bye.